Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Illegal Angle. This is Maryam Mendoza. I came across an article about Yuma, Arizona, and how they're being overwhelmed right now with, I think there was 350 illegals that were dropped off by Border Patrol in Yuma, which is a town of about 96,000 people on the southern border in Arizona. This is happening all along our, our southern border South Texas is just being overwhelmed right now with the people pouring over the borders. Border Patrol basically is being directed by the new head of uh, DHS to just basically let these people go. Now, mind you, a few weeks ago, it came to the media's attention that a lot of these illegals were being dropped off at bus stations in McAllen, Texas and Brownsville, Texas, and they weren't being COVID tested. So they corrected that issue and they started giving them COVID tests. And so the first issue that they were trying to solve was, okay, we're going to get caught transporting these COVID positive patients into the interior of the United States. Well now, so they were putting them up in hotel rooms at taxpayer expense and making them quarantine there. But there were so many of them testing positive for COVID that they are now testing them and telling them, okay, adhere to the CDC guidelines. Here's a bus ticket and you can go wherever you want now or get on a plane and fly wherever you want. These people are actually being allowed to get on public transportation and these officials know they're COVID positive and they don't care. This is how reckless our current administration is being. And yes, they are flying on airplanes, believe it or not. Um, as our country is slowly recovering from it, from this economic shutdown, we have an administration that is completely out of touch with reality. They're really hyper-focused on allowing an illegal invasion of our country at a time when Americans are in need of every taxpayer-funded resource our government has available. Taxpayer-funded resources. And these resources should not be going to illegals. Churches and other community services are being overwhelmed as this administration is releasing thousands of illegals with a high percentage of positive COVID cases into cities and states already swamped with needy Americans. And to top it off, the Democrats have the nerve to dangle a $1,400 stimulus check in front of Americans while they are providing everything for free using taxpayer money to illegals invading our country bus tickets like I talked about, airline tickets. And yes, they do get to fly and they breeze through TSA without the body scanning or proof of ID Americans have to endure or provide. The hotel rooms I talked to you about, food and free medical condition attention if needed. There are hundreds of illegals with serious illnesses and in need of surgery heading here because they know their medical needs will be addressed for free. There are many issues related to the open borders fiasco this administration has implemented, and it's not just that we need to be more compassionate angle. It's time for Americans to dig a little deeper and see how this administration thinks we are so ignorant and how they are completely dismantling our sovereignty, our safety, and our protection. And they are encouraging, aiding, and abetting a foreign invasion.
Can you say treason? I mean, seriously, this is this is what is happening in our country. It's Americans last and illegals first right now. This is what is going on. Oh, another thing that I wanted to talk about, and you're not going to believe this one if you haven't heard about it. The cartels have now introduced a wristband inventory system for illegal immigrants. So the cartels and the smuggling networks on the U.S.-Mexican border are growing more sophisticated, bracing for a historic surge of illegal immigration this spring. The Biden administration claims there's no crisis at the border, although the numbers of unaccompanied minors coming across right now and the federal government scramble to find housing for them says otherwise. But migrant children are really only a part of this story. And what most news outlets are not reporting is a surge in adults crossing the border illegally, ferried over the Rio Grande and escorted into the U.S. by smuggling networks that contract with the powerful cartels to bring people in without being apprehended by Border Patrol. And these operations, folks, are really sophisticated, so sophisticated that smugglers are now requiring migrants to wear wristbands as a way to keep track of who has paid and which smuggling outfit is in charge of whom. Jason Jones, who's a retired captain for the Texas Department of Public Safety and owner of Tripwires and Triggers, which tracks cartel activity on the border, shared images with the Federalists of discarded wristbands in the U.S. side of the border that he says represent a process that says which smuggler group has moved them, as well as other information. These bands are put on migrants' left wrists at stash houses in Mexico, just across the border, before the groups come into the U.S. The bands all have numbers linked to a database of personal information, name, phone number, destination in the United States, and information about family members in their country of origin in case payments are late. Jones says that smugglers will verify cell numbers, both of the migrant and his family back home, at the time the wristbands are distributed in the stash house. The wristband inventory is something new on the border, but it confirms what close observers have been saying for years. Illegal immigration along the Southwest border is a big business with revenue in the billions, and it's getting bigger every single year. Every person who crosses the border whether a man, woman, or child, is supposed to pay a fee to smugglers. And these smugglers operate with the permission and cooperation of whichever cartel controls a particular area along the border. And the cartel gets a cut of every smuggling fee that's paid. Just kind of think of it like as a cartel tax. And the way it, it used to be done is that migrants would pay upfront for passage over the Rio Grande and beyond the border patrol checkpoints just north of the border. But now cartels and smugglers have turned this into a lucrative black market industry with a tiered pricing scheme for different nationalities. Prices are so high that almost no one can pay for it up front. And according to Jones, who says he verified these prices with the cartel source, Mexican nationals must, must pay $2,500. Venezuelans, Peruvians, Ecuadorians, and Hondurans must pay $3,000 and Chinese nationalists pay $5,000, and Russians and migrants from the Middle East must pay $9,000. The system amounts to a form of debit or debt bondage, which is really modern, a modern day form of slavery. 
The wristbands help keep track of who has paid what to whom, and the need for such a system became apparent during the 2019 border crisis when large groups of migrants, including one with more than a thousand people, were crossing the U.S.-Mexican border every day. The chaos and volume of illegal immigration meant that not everybody was paying, which meant the cartels were not getting their cut. And the wristband system is an effort to correct that. As conditions de deteriorate along the border, just this week, an SUV carrying dozens of illegal immigrants that actually had gone through the border, they had cut out a whole section of the border wall and two vehicles uh, went through that. One of them was hit by a tractor trailer in Southern California, killing 13, while dozens of newly released migrants in South Texas tested positive for COVID-19. Americans need to understand that illegal immigration is a massive money-making scheme for international criminal syndicates which exploits migrants every step of the way, including after they're in the U.S. President Joe Biden and other administration officials can insist all they want that there's no crisis at the border, but the truth is that the crisis is just beginning and the cartels and smugglers behind it are about to make a lot of money. You know, one thought kind of came to my mind um, while I was reading through that article you know, you've got some big proponents of reparations going on in uh, D.C. And, of course, that conversation has come back in Congress. And when you stop and, you know, that's all about slavery. And basically what's happening is you've got an administration who's openly bragging about we want open borders. We know it's human smuggling. We know it's um, human slavery, sex slavery, um, all types of things that go on in this industry. What's really going to happen in about 20 to 30 years when these people start, if this reparation thing passes now, are these people going to be demanding reparation then for an administration that has aided and abetted these cartels with, with basically putting them in bondage and selling them into the United States? There was a case up in New York a few weeks ago where the authorities busted a sex ring up there. And these guys had women and children from, um, they were illegals. And they were made to work. Some of these women had to work 20 hours a day in, this, in the sex industry. And they had to give 50% of their earnings to these guys. They were given 50%. And the majority of their 50% went to the cartels because they have to send payments every month. And if they don't, then their families back home could be kidnapped, killed. Who knows? You know, they will do anything to get their payments. The cartel in Mexico has no regard for human life whatsoever. So this is what's going on. And people can no longer keep their head in the sand and act like, oh, we just got to be compassionate about this people. We've got to make sure that these people are coming into our country legally. We have to make sure that these people are vetted. We have to make sure that, that this isn't a woman or a child being sold into the sex uh, trafficking business here in the United States. We have to make sure not only that Americans are protected, innocent Americans like my son who, are, who is killed by an illegal, a repeat illegal criminal in our country, not only to make sure that Americans are protected, but we have to protect the people who are being exploited at the border. We have to stop this madness. And you have an insane administration who is feeding into this and participating in it and encouraging it. So... This U.S. Citizenship Act that was sent to Congress by Biden, it was passed in Congress, it's in Senate, 
which I'm praying and hoping. I know there's not enough senators um, on the Republican side who would go over and make the 60 vote happen to, to pass this uh, citizenship act. Stay in touch with your representatives. Make sure that they understand, no, you don't want them um, going with this. Call your Democratic uh, represent, representatives in D.C. Let them know that they need to stand up for Americans and, and make Americans first and the priority of them. They were elected by Americans. They need to fight for Americans. There hasn't been one positive piece of legislation that has come out of D.C. in months Actually, you know, Nancy Pelosi was so um, outraged and so obsessed with with impeaching President Trump that she did nothing positive. But anything that has had come out of Congress has been in favor of illegals in our country. And think of it on a local level, too. There's sanctuary policies that are put in place to protect illegal criminals. We've got to change the mindset in D.C., and we have to become more vocal. If any of you would like to reach out to me, my email is Marianne, M-A-R-Y-A-N-N, at angelfamilies.com. Please reach out to me if there's a topic or, or commentary that you want to say about my podcast today. I believe I'm probably going to be doing another one this week, if not two, because there's a lot of issues that I want to get out. I appreciate you tuning in. And... I will talk to all of you very soon. Thank you.